have you future-proofed your amazing purpose-led business? And even more importantly, have you future you-proofed it? Listen to this week's episode to find out exactly what I'm talking about and how crucial it is to put future you front and centre in your business. This is the Self-Sabotage to Success podcast. I am your host, Lucy Orton. I am the anti-self-sabotage coach and a success and transformation expert. I love all things positive psychology and I transform female purpose-led entrepreneurs from self-sabotaging, procrastinating, imposter syndrome suffering, but very, very talented business owners into the most empowered CEOs who recognize and own that talent and move away from self-sabotage into rock-solid self-belief, supercharged confidence and amazing business success. The Self-Sabotage to Success podcast was created to help women just like you step into your awesome because we so need your voice in the world right now more than ever. I am incredibly grateful to have you here. If you enjoy this episode and the rest of the Self-Sabotage to Success archives, then I'd love to hear from you. You can book a Self-Sabotage breakthrough call using the link in the show notes, and you can also help the positive messages of this podcast reach even more female purpose-led entrepreneurs by leaving me a five-star rating or even better, a review on Apple Podcasts. I am so touched by every message and every review I receive. So thank you. Thank you so much for listening. Enjoy today's show and I'm rooting for you and your purpose-led business always. Welcome, welcome to this week's episode of the podcast. Thank you so much for being here. And today's episode is going to be a very useful one, I think. It's something that always clicks with clients. It's something that I refer to time and again, and it's quite a simple concept, but it's something that I have found personally really, really powerful. So it's all about the concept of future me or future you. Depend. I'm, I'm kind of interchangeable with those two terms because they both mean the same thing. And I think of it when I'm, I'm doing this work myself as future me, and I ask myself the question and wonder about future me. But sometimes when I'm talking to clients, I will refer to future you. So what do I mean by this? What is future me and future you? And I promise I'm not going all Mystic Meg here. I'm not going to start predicting your future or what's going to happen to either of us because as we know, as I've talked about in the past, the future is guaranteed to be uncertain, but that doesn't mean we can't do things that stack the odds in our favour. And that really is what the concept of future me is all about and why it is so important to consider future me or future you when you're working on and you're planning for and you're in the trenches of your purpose-led business. It has so many applications to remember 
where you're going. Remember the journey that you're on and where you're aiming for. And that destination will shift and change because as we know, the whole process of living and happiness and having a purpose-led business is not static and it is about the journey and the process. But even so, goals are important. And the topic comes about for me because I like to give my clients two really powerful questions that they can use in between our sessions to self-coach or to bring them back from wondering or worrying if what they're doing is right for the business or what they're attempting is going to help them in the long run. I ask two questions and they have slightly different functions. And the first is not quite related to the topic of this episode, but it's important to say. The first question I ask them to ask themselves If they're having a wobbling moment, a confidence dip, if they're worrying about something that they need to make a decision on and they're staying a bit paralysed in terms of making that choice, making that move forward, I ask them to say to themselves, is this helpful? So is the thought that they're thinking helpful? Is the dilemma that they're grappling over helpful? Or is it a distraction, a cause of anxiety, a worry, an unnecessary block, or even just something that they're overly thinking about when they could be making a decision, which could be right or wrong, and they could be moving forward and progressing? So that's the first question I ask people. And it can be really useful in terms of those worries, those jitters before we go into something where we think I'm not good enough, where we start to question whether we're imposters. And if we ask ourselves, is this helpful? We can really bring ourselves down to a more pragmatic, a scientific and a more straightforward way of considering what's before us. It's an a way of being more mindful about what it is we're dealing with rather than getting bogged down in a more reflexive, stressful situation where we're going into a rabbit hole of concern and worry. The second question, which can be used together with the first question in a kind of series, if you're still not feeling quite sure of where to go next and you're not resolving in terms of what it is you're worrying about, but can also be used as a completely separate standalone question is, does this help future me? And again, this, like the previous question, which brings us to the present, can ground us in the future and ground us in what it is we need to be doing, what choices we need to be making. And it can also remind us that we don't need to get bogged down in the massive, massive big picture worries and difficulties. We can actually just ask ourselves the question, is this going to help future me? Is this going to be something which will get me stepping forward? It won't necessarily get me to the destination, which is always shifting, but it will step me forward in the right direction. So it's a really good future grounding, if that's the thing, question. Now, that is where the inspiration for this whole episode has come from. Will this help or does this help future me? And the reason this is a really powerful question to use, as I said, in a standalone way, is because it keeps us focused on the why behind what we're doing. And I'll go into that in more detail later. But for now, let's set the scene. So, In our day-to-day lives, in every part of life, not just in business and in work, it is all too easy to be swept along, to be 
just doing, to be ticking things off a to-do list rather than intentionally thinking about why we're doing them, intentionally setting goals and making choices about what it is we want to spend our time on. And sometimes that is a-okay. We need to be in that doing frame of mind. I know that, for example, when I'm onboarding new clients, that is filling my head to make sure that they know what they're going to get from our time together, that they have everything they need to get started. And it becomes a very prescient thing for me to focus on. And I'm sure you have many examples of that within your own businesses. Those tasks that are truly time sensitive and urgent and you need to be in the doing stage rather than thinking about the wider implications to your business. But this can hold you back if you get stuck too much in a worker bee approach and forget, I guess, that as well as the employee of your business, you're absolutely also the empowered CEO or that's your aim if you're going to push your business into that place of great impact, fantastic designed lifestyle for you and all the other good things that go along with being that person that is at the helm and understands the wider mission. Now, how can a simple tweak, like remembering this question, remembering this focus and checking in with yourself occasionally in your day, in your week, in your month, in your planning about, is this helping future me? Does this help future me? How can that approach transform your business? Well, it makes you more intentional. It also keeps you more in touch with your medium and long-term goals. And it will save you time as well in terms of the more practical times you might use this question or invoke this coaching on yourself. So if I can use a completely non-business related example to illustrate this, when we are making a mess in our houses, if we're cooking, if we're clearing up after the kids, if we're doing something creative to do with our work, we all know that if we push everything in one area and come back to it tomorrow, whether that's messy dishes, whether that's a load of laundry that hasn't been sorted out, whether that's like I'm looking at at the moment on my desk, a pile of books and papers and ideas and notebooks. If we leave it all in that state, we only have to deal with it tomorrow. So there are lots of practical ways that we can think, am I helping myself in the future by doing this task, by starting this project, by beginning the steps towards something, even if it feels like I'm right at the beginning. And this can be the case, for example, in terms of areas of your business that you particularly struggle with. So maybe it's you struggle with your visibility or you struggle with bigging yourself up and celebrating your wins openly because you have that fear of arrogance that I've talked about in previous episodes. And if you can push your envelope, your internal envelope a little bit further with that, you are indeed helping future you. Because as I've talked about before, the brain needs to practice. It needs to try these things out. It's not going to suddenly switch into a confident, fantastically progressive mindset version of you overnight. There's no such pathway. It all has to be done by taking small steps and repeating them, and giving your brain those reminders that you can do this, that you're getting better and better at it every day. 
And when we break out of that comfort zone, we are indeed helping future us. It really does work like that. Another real benefit of a future me approach is that it makes you feel more aspirational, more forward focused, more limitless in terms of what you can achieve. It gives you that vision that you're working towards something bigger and better and more you, more authentic in the future. And that's not to say that you can't also take the the wonderful things that you're doing in the day to day. But having that aspiration will keep you moving forward, will keep you buoyed up and motivated in your business. And it's the opposite of getting trapped in the detail, getting stuck in procrastination and getting overly worried or concerned or thinking obsessively about things that have nothing to do with your business and where you're going. And it all comes down to a lot of the topics that I covered in the episode a few weeks back called worrying about what other people think has no place in your business. And I really highly recommend that episode for anyone who hasn't caught it yet. It's probably one of my favourites that I've recorded. I recorded it almost in one breath, it felt, because I felt so passionately about it. And I will drop a link to that episode in the show notes. And I will also drop a link to my Calendly booking system, which is calendly.com forward slash Lucy Orton, where you can book in for a self-sabotage breakthrough call, which is something I offer podcast listeners who are ready to go to the next level, who want to move their mindsets into that amazing progressive space and explore how we might work together for them to achieve that. So if you want to do that, that will be in the show notes and I would love to hear more about your specific situation, your business goals and your mindset gremlins. It really is what lights me up. So I absolutely love getting on those calls with you. Another area in which this future you approach can transform your business is it can help you get better at and more easily able to identify the one thing. And I've talked about this on episodes before, but it's that one thing that you know you need to do to progress your business forward. But sometimes we can find ourselves not doing it. We can find ourselves doing anything but. And when you get used to and practiced in asking yourself the future me question, you will find that it becomes clearer. Ah, that's the job that needs to be done today because that is the one that is going to most help future me. It's going to most help future my business. It gives you that laser focus and something I talk about with my clients in my progressive mindset is that hyper-specific productivity and that really is what I want for you. I don't want you spending time doing tasks that are just keeping you busy but that are not progressing you forward and that is where you know, issues and problems can lie for your well-being and for your business progress and the impact that you can make out there in the world. To tie up and summarise the podcast episode this week, I want to give you a couple of tips and summaries really for the ways that you can future you-proof your purpose-led business. We hear a lot about future-proofing. My children's school talk about this all the time, that they want to future-proof their learners. But future you-proofing with your business is really powerful because you'll always bring it back to what is the right thing for me and how does that relate to my business? And I think there are a couple of ways of looking at this. Some, Some top tips are 
that the key thing you need to do in order to future you proof your purpose led business is to look after you. You are the main event. The business won't function without you. It won't grow without you and it certainly won't thrive without you. So that needs to incorporate all of the things that I talk about on this podcast, but primarily your mindset, keeping that inner voice encouraging and kind and compassionate and move away from that super critical inner voice, that narrative or dialogue where you're picking up on errors or picking up on strands of thought that are not serving you, that are not helpful in that moment to go back to that first question and that are not helping you as you move forward. And if we think about this in terms of a football match, that's like the defensive stuff. That's making sure that you're feeling okay. You're not putting yourself under any undue pressure, but also you want to be striving and pushing forward. So there's like the offense, which is you could start to consider time blocking, ring fencing space for your business development so that you're not getting stuck in doing the do, so that you're prioritizing moving yourself and your business and your lifestyle and your impact forward at all times. And that can also draw in prioritization that is realistic and not expecting yourself to build Rome in a day. So thinking, what are the three things that I need to tick off today rather than oh my goodness, I did 26 parts on my to-do list, but I didn't do point 28, 29 and 30. Therefore, I feel like I failed. So having that realism in terms of your prioritization and also working backwards from your vision. So working backwards from that future space that you're imagining, that you're visioning, that you're practicing it being the case and working backwards with that in mind is really, really powerful. And finally, just remembering the two questions that I set up at the beginning of this episode, because asking those questions, is this helpful and does this help future me, can really bring you back to your why, your mission and your wider purpose. And will always, I think, allow you to have those interesting self-coaching conversations with yourself that are leaning more compassionate, that are making you feel about progress and possibility rather than getting ground down by details, obsessive thinking, catastrophizing, and all those other self-sabotaging thoughts and behaviors. So I hope this episode was super helpful for you today and I look forward to being here this time next week for another episode of the Self-Sabotage to Success podcast. Rooting for you as always. Have an awesome week. Bye for now.